Hello. I'm Gabby. I'm Liska. And this is... Cries in a Region. Oh, that's so good. I love it. <laughs> Only po- took two seasons. <laughs> a podcast about the international sensation... Scum. Scum. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and we have now reached the end of... Season two. But before we do that, there's a couple of things we want to talk about. Yep, a little bit. So, first of all, I want to, on the air, or whatever you call this, <laughs> uh, thank my bestie for two, my two Christmas gifts, which was a t-shirt that says Christ Norwegian, and then, um, was it? A sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. I was like, can't think of words sometimes. A sweatshirt that says Alt or Love, and it's amazing, and I love it, and I've been wearing them all the time, and uh, yeah. The shirt is super cool. The sweatshirt is gorgeous. I know. I love it so, so much. I'm so jealous of it. <laughs> I mean, we can we, we should post pictures on on our Twitter, because we don't have Instagram, because that's too many things. Right. It's too, too many. many things. Forget it. We're <laughs> old, Gabby. We're not kids anymore. I can't have, I can't run that many accounts. What's this TikTok thing now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, the other part was that we watched Battle on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. And then yeah. we didn't talk about it. Yeah, so what did you think? Well, first of all, let's see what Battle is, in case. Oh, yeah, okay, know. so Battle is awesome uh, movie starring Eva... I mean, um, Lisa Teague, uh, her real name, Lisa Teague, who was Eva in Scam, or Norway, and it, she's like um, kind of a wealthier, ball- uh, upper-class ballerina girl who loses everything when her father loses money and has to go, like, slum it in with, with like, the poor people of color yeah. in, in the no, slums of Norway, Norway. <laughs> and, she, <laughs> and she, like, learns hip-hop and then like, becomes a better ballerina. Oh, sorry, yeah. not ballerina. She's a modern dancer. She's a modern dancer. Yeah, sorry, not ballerina. But she becomes a better modern dancer because of her hip-hop. And then, like, so the hip-hop, like, unleashes her inner soul. Yeah, and lets her actually express herself through dance. Right. Instead of, she is. instead of just doing the movements. Exactly. And I, for the most part, enjoyed it. I think she was really good. Yeah. I, I didn't know she had a background in dancing, but I guess so. I think my one criticism that we talked about was that I wished that she had, like, friends. She's supposed to have friends, but she doesn't seem to have much of a relationship with them. So I wish that sort of part of the storyline had been fleshed out. Because she can be very unlikable at times due to some of the choices that she makes. At times? <laughs> uh, a lot of the time. And because she doesn't have sort of, like, someone to, like, balance ideas or feelings off of. Yeah. It, it kind of limits that, I think, a little bit. Yeah, it felt like a season of Scum condensed into an hour and a half, which is, like, hard. it's hard even in the time a Scum season has, much less in only 90 minutes. So, I mean, I enjoyed it for the most part, and this kind of movie is, like, my catnip, as we talked about. I know it's yes. yours, too. I love dance movies so much. Yeah. Um, so for that alone, I enjoyed it, and she's really cool, and I mean, she's great in it, um, and her, she's a, a wonderful dancer, like, I was super impressed. But yeah, it felt a little, like, it's a little, I don't know, not, her character arc yeah. going from the kind of rich bitch, uh, but sort of emotionally introverted, mm-hmm. to the owning herself, and that wasn't, like, I think as well traced as it could, it could have been. be. Yeah. But and we it's not, still super enjoyable. And yeah, we don't ask a lot from dance movies. I mean, like, yeah, honestly, like <laughs> there's like there's like a really cute guy in it. You know, yeah, her love interest great. is super cute. And they dance wonderfully together and like basically it's all I want. Um and it yeah, and it's even kind of shot in that scam style. Like it, it yeah. it's really very, very influenced by it. So I think if you enjoy scam, you'll probably enjoy yeah, battle. And, and she's good. 
And it's only an hour and a half, so if you don't like it, just, like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> it's not the end of the world, guys. Uh, so, yeah, that's sort of, like, battle. And then anything else? Oh, I wanted to say that I'm still watching Scum France. Uh, we're, I know, I know we are back in time, guys, when we trouble this, but we're, oh, yeah. when we post this, we're halfway through the season, and the one, if I had to have a complaint, is that apparently they're limited by, the episodes have to be 20 minutes, oh. so there's a lot of stuff that sort of gets lost, um, or, like, moments that aren't quite there. Yeah, it's uh, interesting, because, like, a lot, like, American television, a lot of, like, 30, which is actually only, like, 20, 24-minute things, but maybe, but they, like, specifically structure those shows to fit those 20, 20 minutes, yeah. so either you have to do that, like, consciously do that, or you're just gonna be ending things in very strange places. And that, that happens right. sometimes, I feel like. Um, okay. And again, they've, they've done a fantastic job of, like, continuing the girl squad as part of the season and having Elliot, sorry, Elliot is the other guy, Lucas, who is Isak, uh, hang out with them, and, like, I love those interactions. Oh, cool. But it's also, like, I think at the expense of the boy squad relationship a little bit. Oh. Uh, so it's, like, a weird balancing act. And Elliot, who is kind of amazing, the Evan character, is the one who kind of gets shafted the most. It's not like you saw Evan all the time anyway. Yeah. But a lot of his little moments are, I feel like, are the ones that get compressed the most. Okay. So there's definitely an air of mystery to him, there is definitely, there is an anniversary to Evan, but I don't yeah. know, it's it's different. One of the things they've done, which I thought was interesting, was that his Evan, um, so Elliot, has, does have social media, and he has an Instagram. To me, the funnest aspect of fandom is when people are obsessing and trying to figure things out together, uh-huh. and like, whatever. So, like, I didn't get to be a part of it, and we'll talk about it when we do season three, but people spend, like, hours trying to like read the bible to figure out some of the illusions in season three and they were correct they were on purpose it was like here's water here's this like and it was like a whole thing wow that's cool (laughs) so with with scam france people have been obsessing about like polaris and stars and constellation and all these things and the point of it is that some of it was on purpose like we had to unlock what uh elliot's instagram handle was Oh, wow. It was wow. a whole thing. That is cool. Uh, and so, like, so once once that got unlocked, then you kind of got a glimpse of the season from his point of view, because he's, oh, a, he's an artist, cool. too. Yeah, so, so. that's been probably my favorite thing, and it's such a minor thing, and it's not something that's, like, super important to watching the show. Right, it's but not it's been, the show, Yeah, right. exactly. It's not in the show, but it's just been really cool. Yeah, um, I love that. I love that they made it, like, a... Det- like a- like a puzzle. Yeah, it was a puzzle that you had to, and then once you even figured it out, you're like, no, that's not it. But then there was, like, a puzzle that had to be filled, and then it said something like trust Caesar or something, so then you had to do the the the, the Caesar code. Where you yeah, had the to, box thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's how you got to it. It was, like, so complicated. Wow. <laughs> but I love, I love that. Yeah, that's great. It's so. like a collective escape room experience yeah, or so, something. So even if I don't participate in those, I, I always love watching people, like, following the uh-huh. whole thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Okay, that's sort of me and Scum Friends. That's fun. Uh, yeah, and then we've, we've talked a little bit about Droog, but I don't know if we want to talk about Droog without... I mean, without... just some actor, I guess, the guy who plays Nico made some comments, and it stirred up a whole thing, and I just think his comments sound really unintelligent, and that, like, people are motivated 
like as an actor, he should know that people yeah. are motivated by a lot more different things than just love. That is absolutely not true. That it's just love. So yeah. So it just seems like not really worthwhile. Yeah, and I think the anger over like sort of the misuse of elder love, which became like this huge thing to to the scamverse as a whole. It's kind of justified a little bit, so I like I'm I'm on their side. Uh, yeah, in totally. Terms of this whole I thing. just specifically using that seems like a way of saying like, oh, I fucked up, but like you know everything is love, so like don't 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 come down hard on me. Yeah, and it's like, oh, guys, just don't just shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. Okay, and now are we ready to do this? Yeah, let's talk about the finale. Okay, so it's the finale of season two, the longest season. Yes. that's Cam has ever done. Yes, and somehow not, it's like, anyway, I'll talk about it in the wrap-up, what I think about timing of things, but, okay, so, all right, so we the start, whole, like, basically Nora and, and, and William are together, mm-hmm. uh, so that has kind of wrapped up, and this is the episode that wraps up, like, all the other pieces. Yes. And yeah, so, it was so weird, because I felt like there was a lot going on, but also nothing going on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well said. So I feel like I don't have to go into previously on besides that. No, right? I think we're, we're good with that. So yeah, so basically right Nora and William go to William's apartment. It's empty. There's no sign of Nikolai. Well, first there's like a lot of them like sleeping and pretty in bed. Oh, is that how it happens? Yeah, maybe because you were watching a different version, uh, it didn't include that. Uh-huh. But it starts on Saturday and they're just like in bed and looking pretty for many... <laughs> many shots kind of strung together uh I will say I was kind of jealous of them because I was like they look so peaceful and stress-free okay I either just completely missed that in my notes or you're right so what happened was that the version that I had which is the version that Liska watched is the one that I got on the Google Drive like at this point three years ago right ages Uh, ago yeah yeah ages ago but then my hard drive died last night so I don't have access to it so I had to go to the uh What's it called? What's the website called? Uh, not Daily Motion. Yeah, Daily Motion. Oh, okay. To the Daily Motion playlist. Okay. So maybe there are some differences? I don't know. Oh, you missed or, a clip. Or, or missed yeah. a clip because I'm a crazy person. Okay, well, let me just really quickly summarize it then. They're asleep. They're in bed. They're sleeping. They're pretty. It's like, you know, that kind of like soft uh, editing style. Nora's like, let's just stay in bed all day. And then William tries a kind of funny, like, I want some space. He's calling back a whole pillow fort oh, thing. He puts okay. the pillow between him. I remember the style that you were saying yeah, it, yeah. but I don't remember seeing it's it like, when I rewatched the episode. It's coming back to you. And then... Uh, Nora tells her story to him about having sex at 13. Okay, I thought I was a crazy person. I spent all of the episode being like, where is this conversation? Doesn't she tell him? Yeah, I was like, yes, I she couldn't does. have imagined that she told him. No, she does. And then when, I, and when, when it was not brought up, then it made me hate William, too, because I was like, why isn't he asking her about this? <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a big scene. It's like a lot of really emotional, like all the emotional groundwork for the rest of the episode yeah, I didn't comes see it. in the scene. I didn't see it. So she tells him how she had sex at 13 and like, you know, the guy was a shithead and then like lots of other stuff happened. She says sort of vaguely and she says she got sick, which I think is an allusion to, to her eating disorder. Eating disorder, yeah. And then she just, she, the reason why she doesn't want to have sex or why she's so like, I guess, closed off is um, emotionally to some extent to relationships because she's afraid of having it happen again. Um, William apologizes for what Nico did and she's like, oh, it's not your fault and nothing happened and he'll be convicted, so. And that's when she says the whole thing about trusting the the stupid legal legal system. Yes. 
slide. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yes. I missed so I like that you're, much. Like, filling it in. Um, well, and they, then William says he hasn't seen Nico. Because the last time I saw this was like two years ago. Yeah. It's and pretty, then I didn't see it again. I'm impressed. I'm totally impressed. He hasn't seen Nico because he went to London. Um, and then he was he's been staying with Chris. And he doesn't even know if Nico's in Oslo because he hasn't been to the apartment. Oh, and then there's a mention of someone, uh, Nora says, oh, are you the one sleeping in our basement? So it's like a reference to that again. To that, yeah. Um, and I love, my comment on that was just like, I love how they're so chill about it. <laughs> I, I feel like in America, it would just be like, call the SWAT team <laughs> and set up a sting. And they're just like, oh, he's like, oh, that's creepy. And then they're like, move on. And I'm like, there's someone sleeping in your basement. Anyway, so, and then the big thing is like, Nora invites him to stay with her in her apartment. Okay. And he doesn't want to face Nico, and then um, she says she'll go with him to the apartment. So that's okay. how that literally happens. all of that did not happen in the episode <laughs> I watched last night. That's, oh man, that's going to make me paranoid every time I watch anything on <laughs> Daily Motion. I was like, what? <laughs> and But it's good to know that I'm not crazy. And you that, are not. Because I was like, and that's the other thing. I knew it was in a bed, so every time they were close to a bed... You were like, oh, it's going to happen it's now. It's going to happen now. Like, I remembered that much, yeah. and then it wouldn't happen, and I was like, that's so weird. But it was also late at night, because I knew I wasn't going to have any other time to watch the episode, so I didn't think about it too much. <laughs> oh, my God. Very funny. Well... All right, so we're all cut off. That, that's it. Yeah, Emotional that's Emotional groundwork yes. laid out for the episode. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, and then they're at William's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um... And I love, I just want to point out how, like, how much I loved, like, letting them play it out in the wide. Because it's just this wide shot of an empty apartment. And then yes. you hear, like, a key in the no, in the door. And then you hear footsteps. And, and then, like, hello. But you're still not seeing See. anyone. It's yeah. so well done. Uh, it's, like, a bold thing to put on television, mm-hmm. I think. At least yeah. for American. Maybe it's nor- common in Norway or wherever. But, like, it's it would be super yeah. artistic here. Anyway, William doesn't want to live there anymore. He's so, this is where I was, like, okay, so... This morning I texted you, I'm off the Norham train. Is it because of this scene? <laughs> no. Uh, well, actually, it is kind of. But, like, I mean, ugh, he's so extra. I was, and I kind of laugh about it because he's like, uh, I don't want to live here. What are you going to do? I'm going to get out of the apartment. Like, he doesn't want to live in his apartment because of his brother. Like, grow up. And then, <laughs> and then uh, he's going to get another apartment. And she's like, where do you have the money? And he seems like, to he's be like, like, I'll handle it. I'll handle it. I'll handle like, it. Ugh, your privilege is showing, and it's oh yeah, but see, annoying. That just seemed that that part to me just seems so William. That I know, didn't... I know, but I feel like they had been toning that down in the last few episodes. Like he was, he was more like relatable and a good person, and then suddenly he's not. I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. But actually, the th- I mean, I was mostly laughing at that part. Mm-hmm. But the the line where he says. Now I can't remember what she said. Oh, she she's, like, trying to tell him, like, you have to stay in this apartment. Like, you can't run from your brother for the rest of your life. Yeah. And he says, it doesn't work that way. And I, you don't know what I would have done if Nico had been here. Or I don't know what I would have done if Nico had been, been here. And that's when I was like, oh, no, don't bring this William back. I do not <laughs> like this William. Like, ugh, you are in charge of your actions. Like, Which is kind of what this whole episode is supposed to be about. I know. <laughs> and so by the time it like moved forward, I was like, okay, I guess they put that there to remind me that that's his character flaw. But like, then you have been inconsistently dealing with it this whole time. And, and I, maybe it was the last thing he needed to say to fully process this. Because like, you know, he technically found out more recently than she did. Then he was an asshole about it. Now they're back together. But they haven't really talked about it except in that one scene. And 
You mean about what hap- what happened with her and Nico? Yeah, and like sort of his dealing with it. So like Yeah, I mean I, I it's it's like like it's more about like acknowledging that urge within him, I think, than anything else. I don't know if he would I have feel done like that. He, I feel like the way it's phrased, it's more about him abdicating responsibility for his actions, less okay. so like acknowledging an urge. I don't know, I'm not sure. And and so what happens is then when like he does when it comes up the whole trial thing, I'm very conflicted because the sh- it, I feel like the show wants me to be cheering on for his th- the option of getting him released. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, you fucking deserve it. Like you should think, go to jail. But I think that's part of being trapped in Nora's point of view. Yeah, maybe. Where she's so happy at the moment and she finally has this thing that is kind of like precious and important to her right right, right. she didn't think that she could have or was too scared to think that she could have and the fact that it could be taken away even if it's only for six months she's like no i'm gonna do everything in my power yeah i mean her actions in that regard make sense and Uh, i think maybe that's why he doesn't i think the episode is trying to sort of trick you with that and that's why he doesn't mention anything about what he's planning to do for the longest time right right but then like he's taking agency away from her again i know of, like, I, it bothered me a little bit that he would just not be like no because i'm doing this yeah or, or like even the scene where they're talking where she's trying to tell him like where she so we'll get to it but like she's ta- there's a scene later where she's trying to convince him like talk to the accuser if you don't t- if you don't rat on them they won't rat on you and he's just like no and yeah. I'm like, this is not how you have an adult com- relationship. Adult and I know converse. they're not adults. I yeah. get it. I mean, yeah. In fact, what I loved about this scene that I wrote a lot in this uh, kitchen scene was I wrote teen romance all yeah, the time. Yeah, sure. But, uh, like, I, I, I get it. I just, it, it's like, the, it's that the, sh- I, I don't know. I feel very conflicted about what the show presents as good and what they, what the show presents as like, it's fine to present problematic things, but, like, mm-hmm. know they're problematic, you mm-hmm. know? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, making too much of this or something. I Now I feel like I'm crazy a little bit, but... I mean, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I clearly didn't get that much. I wrote, is he chewing gum throughout this entire scene? He chews gum, I think, throughout the whole episode. Yeah. I feel like every time I saw him, he was chewing gum. I, I, I don't know why I noticed Yeah, it I noticed it, especially, particularly in this opening yeah. scene. Because I feel like... She's trying to be so serious and strong and be like, look, right. we're, here, we're here together. Look, he's not here. Look, we have to reclaim this apartment. Right, and blah, right. blah, And he's all like, I don't care about anything. Um, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm the rich, hot guy, and I got the girl, and now I'm just going to fuck but, off. Like, but I also, even when he, it's funny that you had this stern reaction, because even when he's saying, like, that's whole stuff where I'm like, I'll just get a new apartment, I thought it was funnier. Like, I found it more amusing than what my usual reaction is, which is to want to punch him. I yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of thought that part, that part was, like, funny. I don't, yeah, I don't know if funny, this, like, but, like, amusing. No, no, it, it was funny, but in this, like, weird, like, borderline way. Like, mm-hmm. he just kept getting, like, progressively worse. Like, it starts off with, like, I'm just gonna move out, and I'm like, oh, wow, you're so extra. And then, like, wait, I'm just gonna buy another apartment, and I'm like, haha. And then he gets into, like, you don't know what, I, I, I wouldn't have been able to control myself. I mean, like, like that's the thing. I, and maybe it's the background also of, like, because I think I'm forcing myself... At times, I think I force myself to see this season as a more conventional teen show than other seasons. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I mean, Logan Eccles lived in a in the penthouse of a hotel for right, two right. seasons. And Dylan McKay also lived in the penthouse of a hotel for, I don't Didn't know... Didn't he really? How, Did they rip that off from Beverly Hills? Uh, I think in the first season, Dylan McKay lives in the hotel. Wait, of the original show? Of the original 90210. <laughs> I thought he was like a poor guy. No. 
Why did I think that? He I had, don't know. No, he's a poor little rich boy. Oh, my God. So he's the OG yeah. architect. He's the OG. <laughs> and I've always, like, that. he spins around and says, I'm done. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I guess, and I kind of wanted to leave some of these thoughts for the, for the wrap-up, but I'll just mention it here um, as a teaser. In this episode, I was I really I was like, I think kind of a, some Bob, what just makes me uncomfortable sometimes watching this show, and and it's only really in the beginning of this season and then the, now in the very last episode is that I feel like maybe it's a cultural thing or a time thing. Like five years ago, it would have been different than today. But it takes a lot of things that we would today label or that I would today label as toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and portray them as either good or romantic or just kind of a man being a man. And yes. I'm like, I think no, we I'm, should... Like, I really, I'm t- maybe I'm just tired of... No, I think that's completely fair. I think that's where most people's reactions come from William. Whereas this this is a show that's trying to be like, especially the season, like, look at William. Yes, this is what he presents, this toxic masculinity and this man being men. But take a second look at him. Here's what's really underneath that. And there's that. really depth underneath that, which is a fine but thing to I do. Don't, I don't know that. I think the reaction of the internet to him is can't be completely taken as just like the internet being internet i think like it does come from some sort of failure of having been able to do that of people just being like no like at the end of the day you're just reinforcing that these things are good instead of having a character shatter them or move past them yeah and another thing like sometimes occurs to me that i feel like he's not the main character and yet he has the much bigger character arc which he then kind of like doesn't complete but completes mm-hmm. anyway because he makes this big gesture at, about um yes. n- about confessing to what he did and so it's I, I don't know it's just i don't know we, we'll just keep going back to the scenes i guess and i'll and yeah. come out in the we'll wash come, yeah. but that's so, kind of where i've been thinking the about. most important part of the scene that we haven't talked about is that william asks, oh yeah <laughs> casually just like throws in why don't you move in with me yeah and then when she kind of hesitates he says he kind of takes her by the face and he says um, for, well, basically he's like, you know, for once, don't worry about what anyone else says or what you think people want you to do and do what you, like, he says, do what you want for once. Like, yes. do what you want. It's funny because I think the translation, I wonder if I just wrote it down differently or if the translation on my thing was different because yeah. I stopped thinking about what's right or wrong and do what you want. Yeah, I, I only wrote the do what you want okay, yeah. line, so okay. I was paraphrasing but the other. It is this. It yeah. is like that—that's the gist of it, and I and of course and then, and then like, she allows herself to say yes, right? Um, but that doesn't—I don't actually feel that that is necessarily what she wants. I mean, I do think the show wants me to think that that's what it is, but yeah. it's not consistent with like other things about. So I don't know. Really? But she? I mean, the thing is, if she lived at home with her parents and she had this like loving sort of like. That's true. I mean, she does live in a communal yeah, the apartment. Yeah, fa- the fact I think that's I don't th- doubt that she wants to live with him. It's it's the sort of like dismissal of do what you think, like or the first part, uh, like don't do what you think is right or wrong. But like yeah. for a person like Nora, what's right and wrong is really important, and what yeah. she wants has to be kind of like grappled and tied in with that. And and it, I think he's, I think what he's saying uh-huh. is, I know that when I ask a question like this, it makes your head all. F- confusing and and like you're warring with yourself okay that's fair don't do that that's don't fair. overthink it what does your gut say yeah that's trust fair. It. and uh, that i think that is consistent but then it, but then it also kind of makes her arc so so what would you say her character arc is for this season i just uh i guess i guess her arc 
is to do exactly what you just to said, do exactly right? that. To it's, not worry too much about what her head says and go with what her heart says. Yes, to trust her heart, um, even if it means that she might get hurt. And that, like, as, as smart and as strong as she is, like, she doesn't have to um, abide solely by what her, like, logic is telling her. Right. That there is a place for her to have both. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that makes total sense, and I oh. think that's exactly right. I just... Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm trying to weigh how much I think, how, how much, do, how do I, how much do I like that? Yeah, I don't know. And how much uh, do they do that, accomplish that in an interesting, fresh way? Yeah, and I think that's, and I hate to say that, I think that's what it comes, like, that's why I'm like, this is my least favorite season, not because I don't think it's good. I think there's a lot of things that of it that have merit, and I think I've enjoyed watching it, rewatching it a lot more than I have before. But it doesn't feel as fresh or as specific as the other seasons do to me. Yeah. Even as, like, because, like, people are like, oh, season three is just another coming out story. And I'm like, no, to me it feels, even having now seen all these other versions of it, it feels very specific. It's about these two too. characters. Yeah, exactly. It's about this person's experience, not yeah. just generic. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. There is a, a flavor of that to season two, of it feeling a little bit like, um, like you said earlier, like, just another teen show yeah. or a YA book. A Which, very, not a very, exactly. A we very, love those things. Yeah, and a very well-written one to, to, in a lot of ways. Yeah, totally, totally. There's, like, a lot. Of, for, yeah, I actually love the middle of the season. I think it works really well. It's mostly, mm-hmm. the, it's just the beginning, beginning, like, two episodes, maybe three, and then the last one that yeah. are bumpy for me. But, um, so th- there's tons that I enjoyed about it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's so kind that, of, like. So that's kind of where I'm at, and I think maybe that's why I was sort of at peace with this episode, because I was just right. like, well, Alright. And I think for me it was because I actually like really kind of was like on board with you the train and really liked, you know, yeah. the ending and I was like, I can get behind this like romance where he spins her around in the street and like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's sweet, I'll get, and then, and then I'm like, what? Why are we back to this shit? Yeah, yeah. But you had the opposite experience. Uh, and I, I don't know why I made a note of this basically throughout the episode about what they were wearing. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice what they were wearing. Oh, because he's wearing black and she's wearing white. Aww. And then later on we'll see that they'll switch. They'll see they switch? Yes. That's such a good observation. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> so. Uh, but anyway, they start making out on the counter, basically, and then he notices a piece of paper, I mean, a letter, and when he opens it, it's from the police, and it says... Summons like, for questioning for the whole smashing um, a bottle, bottle. on someone's head, because yeah. there's a video of it. So, and this one I was like, you fucking deserve it. <laughs> like, you should go to jail. You need to, fa- like, you need- because of that comment about, like, I don't know what I would have done. I was like, no, like, you need to, you yeah, as a yeah. character need to grow up and you need to learn that there are consequences to your actions mm-hmm. and that you are actually in control of yourself. You're not an eight-year-old child who can just, like, throw a temper tantrum and everyone is like. Even even if you feel it's justified because, as Nora's going to tell us in five seconds, like, he did it because he, like. Right. Like, loves his friend. Right, and, right. like, he had a, no one, yeah, no next... adult's responsible. I have never, like. No one, no, he doesn't trust adults because no trust, no adults have trusted him, and yeah, and like that scene like digs it deeper. Um, which we'll get to in a second, but anyway, that's how I was very like, you should go to jail. But anyway, let's see how things work out. Yeah. So then we're in school. Uh, Nora walks up to the girl squad, and they all get really quiet and act weird when she arrives. I will say, uh, this is a little side note. Uh huh. I don't think I'm making this up. 
But Vilde has a headband. I don't know if you noticed it. I did, yeah. It's a very nice headband. I believe the reason is because the actress had just gotten a haircut or something oh. that Julie was like, why are you doing this to me? And, like, I don't know if she got bangs or something. Right, right, And they right. were, like, trying they to, like, to, like, fix cover it, it cover it up with the headband. But was it uh, shot kind of at a totally different time? It must have been. I mean, I think maybe they were about to go in some sort of hiatus, maybe. Okay, so, yeah, like, yeah. Or she, it's like a pickup. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's and, interesting. I did notice that. Yeah, anyway. So... They all turn tell Nora that they have gotten letters from the police. Their parents have even been called up. Um, yeah, they've been summoned for the same interrogation. Yeah, basically. exactly, because they were all witnesses to the fight. Nora didn't get the summons because, as we famously remember, she just walked away. I, know. <laughs> I was like, oh, that paid off, yeah. that ending. Um, and to which I was responsible, my response was like, you gave them, you gave the police your names, you fucking idiots. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> I think they're. I think she's, like, very trusting or Yeah, something. I was going to say, I think they're very, I guess they're good kids. I, exactly. I was going to say, I think they're very trusting kids uh, in terms <laughs> like, of, like... Go ahead, sorry. In terms of that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I definitely have been to part... Like, when I was in high school, I would go to, like, these underground parties, and, like, a couple of them got busted. And, like, you just run. You don't, like... Who cares? They don't... The police aren't going to chase you. Um, I mean, I will say, if we're talking about character arcs, <laughs> I think Isak learned that lesson from season two to season three. Because here he clearly gave his name, and then in season three, whenever he sees a cop, he's like, "Getting the hell out of here, guys!" That's true. And so. actually, well, actually, Eva says Isak doesn't like the police. I think. No, he says Yunas. Oh, she says Yunas. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense yeah, given no. his. Yeah, and the, uh, I, I actually laughed one. about it because I was like, "Of course he doesn't like the police." <laughs> um. So I'm glad Isak learned his lesson then. Yeah. Anyway, basically, the sum of it is they have to. Testify against William. Yeah, have to testify against William. Eva, again, because they're good kids, is like, I can't lie to the police. I know. <laughs> I know, that was sweet. And, and, then, Sa- and Sana's the one who's like, then we just don't say anything. I fucking love Sana. She's a badass. And she's wearing, like, black lipstick or something. Yeah. Very dark. I was like... She's feeling it. Again, I was feeling all of her looks this, yeah. this episode. And Vilda kind of lays out, like, first the stakes, which is that we go to jail for six months, and then, like, kind of explains what happened to get here, which yes. is that, like, William beat up the Yakuza guys, because the Yakuza guys called William's friend's girlfriend a whore. Yeah, Eben, from the first season. Eben, yeah, I thought it was yeah. her. Um, And then he... Which, okay, side note, uh-huh. I feel like at that point, she probably wasn't even penetrated Chris' girlfriend at that point, but I feel like he probably hung out with Eba all the time and, like, genuinely liked her, and so I've made it into, like, a sweet thing in a little bit. Like, like it's not, he wasn't defending his girl, his best friend's girl anymore. Like, I, Oh, you think William was hanging out with Eben? Like, when Penetrator Chris and a- Eben uh-huh. were dating, I uh-huh. assume that Eben would tag along to all of their shit because yeah. that's who she seems like she was sure, from those yeah. two scenes that I've seen her in. <laughs> she's a very intense, sweet girl. Uh-huh. So I feel like he probably genuinely was like, she's cool, don't talk shit about her. Right, right. Because otherwise, like, why does he care that P- Penetrator Chris's ex-girlfriend exactly. got called a whore? Exactly. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, basically, anyway. retaliation, escalation, keep, people keep beating each other up, and so the the point of this speech, I think, for Vilda is, like, it's not even his fault, like, he, what he did was honorable, which is yeah. getting into that toxic masculinity thing, and I'm like, you don't beat someone up for calling somebody a name, like, mm-hmm. what is he, defending her honor? What is this, the Middle Ages? I, like, think, I think, yeah, I think that is what it's supposed <laughs> to be doing. And so I was like, this does not make his character look better for yeah, me. Yeah, I... I, it was interesting that Vilde, I thought it was a good use of Vilde to lay everything mm-hmm. out. Because yeah, she's the gossip. We, yeah, she's yeah. the gossip and she knows everything. And it's always interesting to hear her point of view. But yes, it was nice to hear the sequence of events, but at the end of it, I was still like, 
yeah, no, you guys shouldn't be fighting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you should go to jail. Um, and I don't even like jail, and I, and I was very like, oh, you guys. I, it, to, the, to the show's credit and to the scene's credit, when Sana asks, like, why did he do it, Nora's response is so milk, like, it, milk toast, or so, like, she, I feel like as she's saying it, she realizes how weak it sounds or how, mm-hmm. like, this is not something she should be defending. But, mm-hmm. but basically she says what you said earlier about how, like, because he doesn't trust adults, and he's very loyal to his friends, and yeah, uh, and also he has a temper problem. <laughs> I know that was my favorite part. I mean, I liked I liked the beginning and the end of that, where I think she starts saying like he felt like it was his responsibility somehow uh-huh. because I think maybe what she's trying to say is like he did throw the first punch, and then it kind of kept escalating, uh-huh. and then by trying to ignore it, it just got worse until it escalated into this huge thing. Right. So I think a little bit is that, uh-huh. and then it then she gets goes into this sort of pseudo. <laughs> complicated like adults psych 101 whatever and then in the end he's like also he has a bit of, of a temper and I love it yes and I love that she gives the girls permission she basically is like and you you feel free to tell them that to yeah. tell the police that which I was like because yeah. I, I for a second I thought oh is the conflict this episode going to be like are the girls going to testify or not but I guess like no they just wiped it off I, the table I remember right away. I remember uh, the first time I saw it, sort of feeling that same question, yeah. and how very quickly they were like, "No, yeah, no, we're we're just gonna." But thankfully, Sana's there to make everyone say they're just not gonna just testify, say and they yeah. know Isak and Jonas aren't going to, which only leaves the Yakuza guys as yeah. like uh, a threat. I also love how much Ava still feels like she knows Isak and Yunus. Like, I know, yeah. That she doesn't even have to ask them. Yeah. She's like, no, they're not going to say no, anything. No, they're just not going to do it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a sweet reminder of like the closeness of that yeah. friendship uh, for yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah. She's like, no, I know them. Which is so like absent in the season. Yeah. Um, so then, I think that's it, right? Yeah, for that that's that scene. Okay, is. so then, okay, I love this. Uh-huh. Uh, so then Nora is bringing in, like, a bunch of, like, bedding uh-huh. and a Jeez. belt. I love how prominent the stupid belt is. <laughs> yeah, they, they, like, focus on it, like, three times. And there's still people who don't get it. Really? Yes. I've seen people in being like, what do you mean that Isak was that? Well, like, anyway. <laughs> I will say, I did notice how, like, strangely generic a belt it is, which is probably why they kept focusing on it. But then I was like, but if I were production designing this, I you can't have a more, op- like, you can't be, like, bright pink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then, like, then the minute it's on screen, you're just going to be like, oh, that's belt, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so she com- drags all this shit into her room, and then she calls Eskil over. And says basically like whoever is sleeping in the basement can't sleep anymore. Like you need to stop this thing. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, and she like just assumes it's Tito, right? Is that the where was that guy from in the beginning of Syria? Maybe I can't. no, he, he wasn't Syrian. They were trying to raise money for Syria. Syria, but he was Turkish. He was. He was the son of some ambassador. Yeah, I think, like, a Turkish ambassador. Yeah, so she's trying to, like, guess who this person is, uh-huh. and then Eskil keeps being like, I don't know what you're talking about, and eventually she goes on this rant. <laughs> Basically being like, I'm the only person in this house who does laundry. I I do, I, like, clean your fucking bedding. I know what your bedding is. This is your bedding. Stop yeah. lying to me. Yes, which his only defense is to change the subject. Yes. Uh, it's like, oh, are you? did you just say you, stiff so, old cum? Yeah. <laughs> are you a stalker? It, like, it must be William, isn't it? He's getting your juices flowing. Which, like, I know, he keeps teasing her. I know. And like, I feel like this is, like, Eskil at his best, like this in the party scene. Like, I yes. can watch this guy for hours doing anything. Yeah, it's, 
it's just like a nice scene overall. Just hanging, yeah, kind of just hanging out the two of them. It kind of Being feels like funny. this. In, exactly, they're funny. It kind of feels like this weird tangent. Yeah, I love uh, it. He then takes the bedding, but leaves the belt. Yeah, so we get to have another look at the belt <laughs> of her like throwing <laughs> it at, at him. him. And t- telling him to get rid of whoever's sleeping down there. Yeah. I did look up what... He's kind of making a joke. It felt very improv He's making a joke about how, like, next time she's with William, they should watch some movie Skog Tour. I... I did you Google it? I did. I didn't want to Google it. I was like, what is it? I did. It's... It's uh, a Norwegian porn, but it looks, like, like so low budget. It looks like a joke. Like, when it started playing, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a joke. It's like a guy on a... Um, like a river bed fishing and then like a random guy just walks up <laughs> and starts talking and then because I, I couldn't understand the subtitles obviously uh, but like, I don't know what they're talking about but get on that Norway um, do, do your translation magic and then like randomly there's a naked woman there and they're like oh you want to have sex alright yeah let's have sex and they just start unbuckling but it's like they're talking about like do you want do you want some coffee like, <laughs> like it's so funny, and then that's all I saw was a clip. It cut off. Oh, I mean, not that I would have watched. Yeah, more, you were but, like, yeah, uh, it was hilarious. That, that was that. Uh, oh, it was that's... it was definitely worth uh, comment. Yeah. Oh, and the first worth a Google. The first comment on the YouTube t- a page is "Damn it, Eskild." <laughs> Good job. Yeah, yeah, I definitely was like, should I Google this? Scam no, I'm promoting it. Norwegian porn. Uh, yeah. Well, I was reading. Uh, a little bit more about what, how much is improv and how much isn't, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh-huh. And uh, from what I gathered from Julie Andam's comments, it kind of depends on the actor. Oh, like, okay. On, like, what she wants from the character and what the actor is comfortable with, so it's, like, sort of, like, a give and take a little bit. Yeah. So I think with someone like Eskil, there probably is more, uh, yeah. more of that. There's only one other place in this episode that I felt, that it felt very improv though... I don't often feel it in the show, yeah. um, n- which is neither good nor bad. I mean, that's great. Uh, but um, <laughs> I just realized what I said makes no sense. <laughs> uh, improv is neither good nor bad. It can be great. And yeah. the fact that I can't feel it or that I can feel it is, is you know, it's how you use it. But the, the, the scene when William and Nora are in bed and he's asking her to read from Ibsen. Oh, I, which is the next scene. Oh, is it? Yeah, it felt... Yeah. I was like, I wonder if this is improv. Uh, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, um, Anyway. Yeah, so that's actually the next scene, uh, which is William and Nora in her room. Nora is in her bed texting Vilde, who just got her the phone number of the Yakuza guy. Right. Um, while Will- William is just kind of just, like, wandering around the room, being like, what do you write Nora with two O's? Yeah. You're the only one who does that. <laughs> and, oh, you have candy hidden in a bowl or yeah. something. And then, and then, so then she goes, do you know Vilde? And his look, <laughs> when he looks back at her, is like, yes. yes. Like, <laughs> that's funny, I wasn't looking at the screen no, in that moment. I was like, he's like, yeah, we've had, half of our relationship has been about, like, Vilde. That's so relatable, though. I would totally start that conversation with, so you know my friend Vilda? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but something about his face, I was like, all right, I, I, uh-huh. that was amusing. So he basically is like, so Vilde got me the number of the Yakuza uh-huh. guy. And he's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. He's like, and I think you should call him. Yeah, so he, and then to which he's like, no. Yeah, he's like, nah. <laughs> nah. Absolutely, unequivocally, flat out, no. no. And no conversation about it. Yeah. And that's the part that Lisk is like, no. <laughs> that 
that's minor. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> um, and she kind of tries to make an argument for why he should do it, and he's just like, no, again. So then, because that's why you have girlfriends, she's texting Vilda, basically being like, ah, this guy's. He said no, and then this sucks. He, this sucks, and then Vilda's like, oh my god, men, they're the worst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she suggests, but you could call, you could talk to him. Yes, exactly. And then, this is the part that felt very improv, and William is suddenly like, read me from this Ibsen book. book. And it's a doll's house. And by, and I haven't read it since, like, college, but I'm pretty sure the main character's name is Nora. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. I also haven't read it since high school. I think I read or maybe it, it was even high school, I yeah. It, I think I read it in my senior year. And it's very, like, a early feminist. It's considered, yes, like, one of the first overt, feminist overt, texts yeah. of yeah, modern. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. I don't want to Google it, because I just, like, I now I just want to assume it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, very appropriate that Nora yeah, would have, have it. it. And she never answers the question, right, about why it's two O's? No, she never answers the it's question. And I was like, Nora, the world wants to know. Yeah. <laughs> I always just assumed that's how they spelled it in Norway, but I guess not. I guess not. William is remarking upon it. Yeah. All right. So then it's... Friday, 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 gotta get down on Friday. <laughs> I always want to sing it, but I never remember the rest of the words, so good job. I'm like, I know it's Friday, oh, no. I was like, Friday. I was like in college when I came out, which uh-huh. meant that it was okay for me to watch it every day. <laughs> or at least every Friday. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. oh my God, that's so, yeah. I don't know what happened to her, Rachel. Rebecca Black? Rebecca. She still does, like, some music. She's actually not a bad singer now. (laughs) And she can, like, play guitar and shit. Oh, the early Uh, days of internet memes, man. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she she seems to be overall, I mean, from the little that I've seen of her, has adapted well to life. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It seems like that whole, like, internet shaming thing, that was probably one of the early incarnations of it. Oh my god, yes. And so it didn't quite have its full, um, this will destroy your life and everything about it. Uh, impact. So then, yeah, it's Friday. Nora is sitting in a bench texting the Yakuza dude, basically saying, you know, if if my friends aren't going to say anything, we're not going to say anything if you don't say anything. Right. And then it seems like that's, like, going to be a story again, or a thread. She, yeah, she's she's waiting for William outside of the police station. She kind of sees him come out with what I assume is his fancy lawyer. Lawyer, yeah. And then I think while she's waiting for him, she gets the text back from the Yakuza guy. Yes, yeah, saying, uh, like, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. So it's very quickly... Yeah, done with. Done. I was thinking about the fact that I'm like, a text message is is like an electronic record of of her conspiring (gasps) to withhold evidence from the police. You're so right. Like, it's a big deal. I'm pretty sure I thought of that the first time I saw it. (laughs) But then, I think this is where my problem with the storyline comes. I know there's no consequences. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't care. Yes, yeah. Like, so like, things that should have more weight than they do, and I don't know if they were supposed to have more weight, and then it's because, like, William was like, no, I'm piecing, that they, like, I don't know what changed or what didn't change, but, so, there's all these high stakes, and I'm like, whatever. And, oh, but you, and also you knew that because you had seen season three I had seen, I had seen season three first, yeah. Right. Um, So I wonder if, I mean, I didn't know, I guess, what was going to happen when I watched it. And I think you asked, maybe. Oh, maybe I looked it up. I, I feel like I had the same issue with it where I nothing felt like it had stakes, even though everything about the show was telling me that it had stakes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if that I had asked you or I had found out somehow. Anyway, interesting. Yeah, uh, so so I and then it's not the show's fault that 
I have this knowledge, right? That there's not going to be any real consequences for this, but like I just it it just keeps me from engaging Being with the storyline really, in yeah. the way that I feel like the show wants me. to. I think I probably asked you because I felt I was already feeling though that it, there wouldn't be any consequences. Yeah. Like I was kind of it was like you know the last thirty minutes of of the season, yeah. And I'm like he's not really going to go to prison, right? So like who cares? Yeah, I feel like you probably said something <laughs> like that, and I was like, no. so anyway William who's been talking to his lawyer walks over and tells her everything went fine and that he confessed Confessed. completely taking options out of her hands and but he says it's because like of what she said about yeah how did your subtitles say it it was very weird. I was going to ask you what your subtitles said. But I, what I took out of it he's, is that he's like... He said... Because the, the way that my subtitles is, said it, it started with, fuck it by now, because of what you said. That part was clear. I can't remember how it said it exactly because I didn't write it down. But it's the next thing that was a little weird. Because he says... he Yeah, he didn't do it because of what she said about trusting the law. And then he says something where I took to mean it's either confess and trust the law and confess. Mm-hmm. Or I go kill my brother. That's kind of what I had too. Okay, and I didn't understand that <laughs> completely. It was just—I think it was like a subtitling thing. Uh, but I get the point. Yes. Also, this is where I noticed that they switched colors. He's wearing white, and she's wearing darker colors. She's going to the dark side. Yeah. She's breaking. <laughs> she wants to break the law for her boyfriend. Yes. But anyway, she's impressed with his—I don't know—integrity or yeah, logic. She's, or she's something. she's still like processing it, like you can tell. Like, uh-huh. but she's also like. Kind of being like, oh, because of what I said? Like, and she's she's kind of like, I mean, she gets proud of even even as... I mean, yeah, and it... T- t- sorry, go ahead. Even as she can't escape the next question, which is what happens next. Now. Yeah. But to his credit, he is aligning his moral stance. He's saying, if I'm accepting yes. that I can't go after my brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. then They're I also have, have to, to accept the consequences of these actions. Yes. And again, I just feel yes, like it's... Yes, exactly. Sh- I think yes, which is a good and admirable thing, but I feel like the show is, again, doing that thing where it's asking me to swing too far, or that, that personally I'm just comfortable or okay mm-hmm. with, with, in terms of, like, he's here as a character, now he's here, but now he's back here. Oh, no, just kidding. He's back to being moral and, you know, I don't know. Rah. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. I just no, tend no. to think uh, that I'm just crazy. No, no, I don't think you're crazy. I think I think maybe I've already worked out through all my William issues. Right, right, right. right. So I'm just like, yeah, that's I'm who William is. Fresh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but and so the show now is like, no, no, he's a good guy. He, he's 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 actually doing the right thing. Which I'm yeah. like, fine. Which he's the good guy. Yeah. So that's I mean that's that's the one part of the arc that I'm like, sure, I believe it. It's just you know the five steps before that that I'm like. <laughs> Did I see those? Yeah. I don't know. Is he the main character whose character arc I'm following? No. So no. <laughs> yes. what's going on? Yeah. Um, you are you are right in that I think his arc has like very obvious like like moments that you can say, okay, this is what it was all leading up to. Yeah. Uh, and I think you can do that. I actually wonder if you can do that with Sana's season. I'm, we're going to have to. I think you can do that with Eva's season. Yes. Uh, I think you can do that with Isaac's season. Even as a joking way where he goes... I'm not gay. Okay, maybe I'm a little bit gay. Okay, I'm think, like, like... Yeah, like, you can trace his yeah. uh, growing understanding of himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it would be... Uh, whereas like, with Nora, it's much harder, I think, to pinpoint, or at least in my, my experience of this arc. Uh, right. Or there's something just not satisfying enough about it or something. Yeah. Oh, and, be- and, or, and like, I before I've, th- I've said, I feel like the season is trying to do too many things, and it felt like there were too many plot lines, because you have Eva... I mean, not Eva. You have William and Nora... 
Um, you have the Yakuza fight thing, which mm-hmm. is William's sort of by himself. Yep. And you have his brother, which is Nura and William and his brother. Um, okay, so that just feels like one too many, but I just realized on top of that, you have William's character arc, which is a yeah. four thing that's happening. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, what's the you also, have, you also have Bill Day and... Oh and, my god, of course, I'd forgotten about it. And then in the first half, you have Eva and Jonas, but that gets uh, dropped. Kind of dropped, yeah. yeah. So I stand by saying that there's too many... Th- it's trying to do too many things. Which is, which is why I... This is why I think that season three is my favorite. Cause it, because it's, like, mu- much more tailored. It's much more tailored. There's, like, two big things it cares about. There are right. two big things. Right. But, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, because I was also thinking, like, let's, let me try, trying to be fair to William and say, like, I like movies and shows that have characters who have deep anger or mm-hmm. whatever issues and so why do I forgive them but I'm so upset which, with him why is, am I such a prude about is, him which is the tr- struggle that I've had throughout right like, that's why I keep bringing up Logan Eccles like, right. and Jamie Lannister and right. like whoever is when I'm like I, I have a history of being able to love not right. only forgive or like get him on board with the arc love these characters right. so what is it about William that I cannot get over I don't know I, I don't know the answer to it. I, I do think there's a sense of, like, he's not a character who I'm following. Because, like, the one that came to mind when I asked myself that question was, strangely, um, Will Hunting from Good Will Hunting from oh, a million okay. years there ago. Yeah, and, yeah. like, that's a very flawed character. Yeah. Like, lies, anger, like, can't stop getting into fights. Yeah. Uh, can't, like, can't commit to anyone. Yeah. I mean, just, he's, it's, it's literally about him seeing a psychologist yes. to work out through these it's issues. That's what the movie's about. And... That but that's it. That's exactly it. It's a it, it's a it, the movie is about his issues. Yes, and the show is not about William's issues. No, it's about Nora. Nora and a romance of between. And it's supposed to be about her dealing with liking a guy who she wouldn't intellectually think, exactly think that she would like. Yeah. And I I just feel like they push William a little bit too far. Mm-hmm. If, if he, I feel like I would have been fine with Nora and that plot line for her, if he just weren't quite so out there at times like maybe so anyway uh so yeah so then anyway at the end of the scene um he says well what happens now is basically i go to court and then maybe to prison which we know will not happen sorry spoiler alert (laughs) and why doesn't it happen i don't remember just it's inexplicably like the next time we hear anything about william they're in london London. so like just got dismissed in court or something or something Um, because also he's very rich so apparently his parents and and his dad you know what i remember always about his dad is that he texts in English to William. I don't oh, know yeah. what about maybe it. He's in, maybe he's British. Don't they live in London? I mean, he lives in London. He lives in London now, but it's implied at some point... That he was Nor- that he is Norwegian. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm always like, I don't know why it feels like very specific, but like this is a dude that's like, I'm gonna, only going to text my son, who is in Oslo, in, in English. English. <laughs> to test his English. So anyway. And then basically she asks him like... So you've got, like, a little bit of freedom left. What do you want to do? And he's like, have a big party. And then she says, where? At my place? And he's like, no, at my apartment. You're right. Like, let's reclaim it. Uh, <laughs> Completing arcs of character arcs that I don't care about. Good for you. <laughs> so we have a party. Yes. And I have to say, I do love this scene. Yes, Like, just everything about it. The music, the, sh- the staging, the shooting. The colors. The everything. Uh, yeah. Everything. song. I've yes. never said that in, like, five years. But... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, my first mo- my first note is, Sana's wearing a yellow hijab and she looks so pretty. I know. <laughs> I had forgotten about it, so when it came on screen, I, like, squealed yeah. when I saw it. Yeah, and literally so everyone pretty. is there. 
I said, hey, Penetrator Chris. I don't know why I take so much joy in Penetrator Chris this season. Like, he doesn't do anything. I know, but he's just a funny yeah. uh, running gag whenever yes, he's exactly. there. exactly. And I, again, take joy in trying to imagine what his friendship with William is like. <laughs> and why he's all, like, he must be so annoyed with William at this point. <laughs> he's like, dude. Um, yeah, everyone's there. Eskild and Lynn is even having yep. fun. Mm-hmm. Jonas and Isak are there. And then a little bit later, even Casper shows oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the girls kind of, like, jump him, and he's all like, what's going on? Yeah, so then we have, yeah, so Isak comes over, says hi to Eva, and she's with uh, Eskil and Nora. So this is the... Oh! Yes, so this is the scene where, technically, Isak and Eskil meet for, for the, the first, first time. time which i pause cuz i told this went over my straight over my head last time i watched it i think i knew something was funny about the way they greeted each other and i felt like oh are they going to have a relationship or something oh i think you asked even yes but and i think wh- I, and i was like wait for it wait yes. for it and then watching it now i'm like oh yeah because they he actually met way back at the beginning of season 2 yeah when at the gay bar yeah when when he went when they started messaging on instagram cuz yes. that's funny they could have even said Oh yeah, like we you messaged me on Instagram that one time. Right. In- instead they're like, Oh hello, very proper, like Isak Isak, is that your name? Yeah, Isak. Okay, Isak. Yeah. Oh, it's like Oh and then Nora's like filling in the gaps. Oh we live together and he's yeah. like, Do you? Yeah. What? <laughs> Never heard that before. Yeah, they're super exaggerating it. Um, again, Eskild at his finest, yeah. making jokes that I couldn't follow because they weren't all translated, but it's okay. I, I, I just, I get the idea. And then uh, Nora sort of walks away, and then, okay, here's the thing. I want to know how, what you think about this uh-huh. scene, this whole setup of them. So she's watching William from across the room, and then he notices her watching, uh-huh. and then they start texting, uh-huh. and it's a whole conversation that they could be having using words, but they decide to have to it all it through over text, text message. And I remember the first time I saw it, really loving it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why, something about it. Um, I will say, I think it would be, like, a much more boring scene if they had done it standardly over, yeah. t- or just face-to-face. So it is this, like, writer solution to how do we make this basic exchange that has to happen in order to forward the story mm-hmm. a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, I, 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 there was something about it that I was like, this is odd but i wrote it's ridiculous but yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) i feel like the other part that i love about it is that usually when you have like sort of like two people texting each other in the same space it's kind of like oh i'm lacy or like here's a meme or here's a joke like it's been done a lot before right right, but it's like it's like so such a romantic moment yes and and there's a little bit of callback to all the times when yes when he was texting her and she couldn't tell anyone yeah yeah Mm. yeah literally you said that i suddenly had an image of him in the corner of like the common room yes yeah (laughs) stalking her um so yeah it is this like way to it almost nullifies the maybe the badness Mm -hmm. of that like it puts it it puts their texting secretly in public in in a positive light yeah exactly like reclaims that exactly we love the word reclaim in this episode. Are we saying it a lot? Oh, about the... I think so. I don't know. We said it about the <laughs> apartment a second ago. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, well, that's what this episode is. Reclaiming. And and then the other yeah. part that I wanted to note was like, so he's all like, you hate parties. She's like, I don't hate parties. And he's like, okay, what do you want to do? And then I had noticed that the music cue changes. Yes, I noticed it. <laughs> and, it starts, and it starts playing. I, well, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's like, I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm, yeah. You already know. And I'm like, wow. Wow. Yes. It's like, here. What does she want to do? 
Here's here it is. Guys. Yes, it's a very nice like musical cue. cue. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> musical cue in a different word, way of use of the word. And then they kind of just like stare at each other, and it cuts to his bedroom. Yes, where they're they're about to walk in and presumably to have sex when penetrator Chris is on his bed with was it. Ingrid, or it was one of the girls that we know, but I couldn't remember which one because sometimes I confuse them. Oh, I didn't even. Yeah, it was one of the girls notice. that we know. It was either Sarah or Ingrid or one of those. Uh-huh. One of Eva's one of Farmer's the... friends. Yeah. Um, but anyway. And he basically is like, out, get out. Which is another callback because this is like the fifth time he's done this to poor Penetrator Chris <laughs> this entire and season. Penetrator Chris is like, you're kidding me, right? Yeah, yeah. But he does get out. Yeah. Both of them. Because they're besties. <laughs> You know? I feel like William is wearing his bestie, uh, he's on his last bestie thread with Pete Chris. If I were Pete Chris's Because if this was from William's point of view, just think about all the scenes, how we would see this other side of Penetrator Chris, the other side, like, the fangirls who think that he has it because he's, like, this hot actor. Like, there's the whole discussion about, like, whether Penetrator Chris is, like, where there's more depth to him or not. Oh. And the actor usually is, like, no. the actor usually is, like, nah. But all the, like, teens are, like, yes, there is. No, I don't want him to have more depth. He's perfect I the know. way he is. He's so perfect. Yeah, probably. Penetrator Chris is probably, like, dude. You're being a dick. Anyway, so they, then it's, like, this intercut montage of uh, Nora and William having sex. I assume. Yeah. And it's implied. And the party outside where Chris and Casper end up making out massively. Well, no, there's a little bit before that that I thought was two oh, things. Uh-huh. First of all, William's line where he's like, I know I should ask you if you're ready, but I don't give a shit about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think a lot of people could have interpreted that in a way that would make them like angry. But I think. I really gave it a big benefit of a doubt. I really and I was like. Doubt, and I was like, you know, she just said it. She's giving us all the, like, right cues. Like, he's he's reading the room. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be, like, romantic bedside. Exactly. Talk. But you could interpret it as, again, like, p- p- portraying a very toxic behavior or attitude as yeah. a romantic thing. And that's a thing that a lot of people, a lot of people don't like that line at all. Right. Uh, and I was just like, eh, it's not ideal. Uh, and I feel like in a different context, it, you know... It would be fine. And in this one, I was just like, whatever. So the reason <laughs> that I stopped you before going on uh-huh. was because when the girls realize, did you notice the way that the, how the girls realize that Casper is there? So they all have his back to him, including uh-huh. Sana. Uh-huh. And then Sana sort of goes like, yeah, she has around. like, a, oh, the it's magic like, hijab. It's like, a, it's like a psychic hijab reference. I totally noticed that it was kind of odd, but yeah. I didn't connect and then, it to And then she sort of like, then like, wait, and then turns around and sees Casper, and I was like, ha, another callback, uh, and I thought it was very, that's, that's the only reason I was like, no, don't get to Casper making out yet, because, yes, you're right, that's delightful, and then they kind of jump on him, oh, we, you also see Magnus, uh, in the edge of the frame, oh, I when missed they do him. that, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, it's Magnus, uh-huh, so yes, we continue with intercutting just, like, sexy times, and then Casper and Chris, yeah, uh, making, making out. out, and then it's after, it's post-coital, Nora and William, and she she tells him about the message to the Yakuza guy, and he's totally like, eh, whatever. He was like, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, again, going with that feeling you said earlier about how, like, a lot happens, but, like, nothing happens. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. Everything that's raised as, like, this is going to be a possible storyline is just immediately dropped. Yeah. And that can be an interesting storytelling device, but I feel a little, in this one, it feels a little bit like, oh, we're just wrapping things up. Like, mm-hmm. gotta get done. Don't, you know, cramming everything in. Anyway. Yeah. Um, because they all sort of, every season sort of has an end of season. Mm-hmm. Like a wrap-up episode. Pa- par- party mm-hmm. wrap-up episode. 
But, like, this one, as fun as it is, I feel is the one that's just kind of, like, I don't know, there's not that many stakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so then... Oh, and then they drop that she hasn't told Eskild and Lynn that she's moving out yet. Yes. Which will be relevant. Well, because then he, she's she's like, well, I'm sure they'll be fine. Like, they, they're just going to have to find a new roommate. And I'm like, who could it oh. be? Who? <laughs> no idea. Going to be totally surprised by this. So then we go back to the party after we're like, oh, they're just going to have to find a new roommate. And... Eva and Yunus are next to each other. They're, like, chatting. And then Eva's like, oh, cool belt. Right. And on Yunus. And Yunus. And Yunus like, oh, this this whole thing? And then Isaac sort of comes over and he's like, oh, are you taking credit for my belt? <laughs> I will say the fake out totally worked on me. I think I was very confused when I first saw it. And I was like, wait, it was Yunus in the basement? That doesn't make any sense. I know he's, like, the gay kid. <laughs> and um, then... And then basically Isaac is like playfully being all like, yeah, all, most of the cool stuff that Yunus wears are mine. But obviously that is the reveal that the person who has been leaving in the basement this entire, this second half of the season is, is Isaac. And that he's going to be the big star of, of season three. Yeah. And that, um, I will, I will point out two things about the belt thing. One, I'm always joking about how Isaac doesn't own any clothes. So at the very least we know that he owns a belt. <laughs> two... I love that Yunus and um, and Isak shared clothes because I also know it is actually something that happens in season three too. It comes up again. Oh, it does. Yeah, I, I probably didn't pick up on it because I'd forgotten about the belt thing. But yeah, it will be fun to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. When Evan returns, Isak's. Why do I? You know, I keep calling them snapbacks because that's why they call them in. Oh, in the. Yeah, but it's like a baseball cap. A baseball cap. <laughs> it's just I can either call them snapback. Or gorra. I can't think of the actual <laughs> the wording. The, yeah. Name. I guess uh, snapback makes a lot more sense. Or it's like the nationally neutral Yeah, term. so then uh, it's actually like when he returns it to them in front of the boys, Jonas is like, oh, that's actually mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. That's right, that's right. That's totally a callback to the fact yeah, that yeah. they share clothes. Yeah, they share clothes. Also, he apparently shares clothes with Eskil. Uh Isak, because the Jesus shirt also appears oh, in Oh, it ends up appearing, yes. In this episode, and then is Yeah, you, you pointed out to me that when it... Yeah. Uh, I just see is, it. is he wearing it in this one? He's wearing it in this one. When he's getting the bedding, actually, he's wearing it. Nice. Um, props so. to the props to wardrobe th- department. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so yeah, wrap up thoughts. Wrap up thoughts. I feel like we already, like, I feel like we talked of them. about most of them. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think a lot of my bitterness for this season when I talk about it, yeah, comes from this sort of underlying feeling that this is the one that I feel like I've I've seen to some extent the most, and yet it's the one that gets the longest episodes and the most amount of episodes. You mean you've seen it the least? What was it? No, the, the reason, let me say that again, the reason that I sometimes resent the season uh-huh. and like maybe like would talk shit about it, uh-huh. and even though when I see it now again, I enjoyed it to quite extent, is because, no, 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 I meant the storyline I've seen more. Like, oh, you mean out in the world. Out in the world yes. is the storyline that feels the most familiar and like I've seen it before, and yet it's still the one that gets 12 episodes, some of them like an hour long. <clears throat> and it's uh, still somehow not enough time. Yeah, but um, I mean, I, I can't be bitter about it. I still, I did enjoy it. I do yeah. genuinely like Nora a lot. Yeah, so totally. I'm not... I totally, personally, I totally relate to her uh, arc and, like, her issue. Yeah. I and think I, it's yeah. the most common to me. Yeah, exactly. Out of all the girls. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, uh, 100%. And I, re- I really like her, so it's always fun to sort of see yeah. the world from her point of view. Yeah, I think we, basically, we already said, like, all the big 
things I had had I you know wanted to say in the wrap up about what happens when they try to cram in too much and they like make William kind of the main but not the main Mm -hmm. um another kind of side effect of it that's unfortunate is that um William and Nora get so isolated as a As characters and as a couple yes. and as a storyline. It, it is a thing that I've sort of, like, tried to think about more. I was like, it, could it, like, like, for example, we enjoy, so, we enjoy it so much that episode where she gets to talk to Sana and then to build about the whole thing. Like, what, what would it look like to see him actually interact with the whole girl squad, which right. you don't really ever see? And that's, like, why, like, it's something that I genuinely enjoy in every other season. Like, that's why I like when, uh... Uh, Evan shows up and hangs out with the boys, uh-huh. even if it's like in a hallway for five seconds. Right. It's like it, I don't, I don't ex- need a lot. <laughs> right, 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 right. But just a little bit more of that sense of like these, the rest of the world exists, and sort of like them integrating into each other's yeah. worlds. Yeah, yeah, um. totally. I think if I, I mean, I like, like I said, I enjoyed a ton about it. I mostly enjoy the middle completely. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had my druthers or whatever that ex- weird expression, American expression is. I think it sh- the the storyline of the he's a fight should have been taken out, and mm-hmm. that it should have focused more on the character development of of Nora. The way season one is so focused on Eva's yeah. coming of age. Yeah, or definitely. Eva's the fight feels like the most extraneous of all the yeah. elements, and that would have toned down William's character Which, a little bit. I'm starting to get the feeling that unless it's a girl fight, uh, Julia and them stay away from fights because the season four fight also doesn't work. Well, that's not true. The boy fight works, but it's not really a fight. Anyway, we can talk about fights later. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah. they're not my favorite storylines, I think. Uh, yeah, so I just think, yeah. If I were, like, giving notes to her on her script, which is like, absurd. Like, do you really she's, need this? Because I'm, uh, you know, an unpaid screenwriter, and she's, like, <laughs> got this amazing empire of scum. Uh, but yeah, anyway. I mean, at the end of the day, enjoyable. Yeah, enjoyable. Do I ship Norham? No. Do I hate Norham? No. I'm 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 back to that. Like that's my end status you know, for the season. Some people call them nor hell. <laughs> like people who don't like them or people who do no, like people them. who don't like them. I see. Yeah. No. Uh but I am excited, speaking of the adaptations. Uh-huh. Well, first of all to see Druk, which is already out. Uh-huh. And people seem to generally there was there was like this very informal poll uh, on Tumblr. Like, I think, like, 300 people answered it or something about, like, what was your favorite adaptations, storylines, oh, uh-huh. or, or whatever. And of the Nora storylines, the, like, the favorite is, um... It was Friends. Uh, or, sorry, Druk. Druk. Yeah, that was the, the favorite, the top ones of those. They're called Winterberg. That's your shipper name. Ooh, that's a good name. <laughs> yeah, that's a good name. Uh... And the most popular character was Martino from Italian. <laughs> Italia. Italia. But yeah, so anyway, uh, so I am excited to see that, but I am also really excited for Italy, which I think is supposed to start rumorous March, late March. Season three? Mm-hmm. Wow, already? Why does it feel like season two just ended? No, it am ended I crazy? In, it ended in December. That's not that long ago. I guess it's already almost March. Yeah. So... Well, and so the other thing was that, the other reason maybe why it feels that way is because they were, as season three was being edited, sorry, season two was being edited, season three was being shot, so they actually had, they actually switched directors, which they're the first um, adaptation to do that. Okay. Well, Uh, and also I think it feels long because Cam Austin has been like a year. Yeah. I know. (laughs) Which... 
I know. So. Yeah. So, and then Druk took forever because I think there was a huge gap in term between season one and season two. Okay. I think for budget reasons, I'm not sure, or for whatever, but then I hear season three is, like, gonna come, like, pretty soon. Okay. So, maybe they did the same thing as Italy where they were editing one and yeah, shooting maybe. the other. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, cause I was like, cause they also, I didn't, they didn't take a year, but they took a long time where, like, people were concerned about it, um. Coming back. Oh, that's right, I remember that. Yeah. yeah like, people wanting to support it. Yeah. So, next we'll do Italy Season 2. Yeah, Italy Season 2. Yep. And then we're gonna get to Season 3. Season 3! Which is my favorite season. <laughs> but that doesn't. The gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. The gateway season. I mean, I can still talk shit about it, but I love it. Yeah, it'll, uh, be enjoy- it'll be enjoyable. It's a good season. All right. Uh, that's it for us yep. and for Nora and William until season four. Actually, no, we'll talk about them in season three, too. Yeah, they'll, they'll show they're, them back. They're always around. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hope uh, you enjoyed it. All right. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know how you felt about season two. Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you, actually, if whether, whether you have a sense of in the fandom, is how popular of a couple are they? They're obviously not as popular as... People tend to hate on them more than not. Okay. Uh, it's at least in sort of, like, the Tumblr, Twitter communities that I usually follow. Okay. And, like, the fanfiction page is, like, archive is mainly all evac all the time. Okay. I can't even find enough Sana Yusuf fanfictions. If you know any of anymore, let me know. All right. Like, it's pretty much just them. Oh, that's sad. I mean, that's a bummer about the about Sana. Yeah. Um, um, not surprising about... Avac. A little bit surprising about Norhelm. Yeah, and I don't know if it was... I don't... I was under the impression that Norhelm was the season that made the show really popular. In Norway. I see. Okay. But in the rest of the world, it was season three. It was Evac. Got it. Yeah. Eonline's favorite couple of, I don't know, three years ago. It was the whole thing. I voted in that one. I usually don't vote in internet polls, but I was like, can you imagine if the show no one has heard of beats, like, out louder and, like... Once Upon a Time, and Teen Wolf, and uh, The 100. Right. Beat, beat all of them. <laughs> congrats, congrats, belated congratulations. <laughs> and I was Evac. like, yeah. <laughs> and at that point, they call, we called it the Google Drive show. Right. That, that was basically the only place to watch it back in that day. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'm yeah. Gabby. I'm Liska. Find us on Twitter, Tumblr. Yeah, find us on Twitter. Find us on social media. Tell us what you think. And yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Bye. Bye.